Hello, wherever you are. This is the Wild Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Bethany Edge, and today we're talking about the art of letting go. Thank you so much for tuning in to our first episode. I wanted to start this podcast as a highly sensitive person to talk about how we can navigate all the emotions we experience with tact and grace. I know that sometimes it's really difficult being someone who feels everything so deeply and intensely. The people around us don't always understand. They don't always know how to be there for us. And sometimes it can be really frustrating. My hope is that I can share some of my thoughts with you and be a light along this journey. I'm still on it myself and it's a roller coaster. Sometimes it really does feel like I just have a wild heart, but together we can talk about why this is actually a gift and how we can use it to make our lives better. Letting go is definitely something that I've struggled with throughout my life. Before I was married, I really struggled after breakups. I would hold on to relationships for a really long time. I would hold on to things that friends may have said to me that were hurtful. I would hold on to wrongdoings, maybe by a family member or any any time a superior did something I felt was unfair. I really struggled to let go of it. And I still have to very actively coach myself through the process of letting go. But it's been a focus of mine probably the last three months or so. And I feel a really big difference in the way I, I not only feel about myself, but I feel as difficult things come up in my life. As I've been thinking about letting go, I've really asked myself the question, how does this affect my relationship with myself and how does letting go show self-love? Well, there are a lot of answers to this question, but ultimately I think it's about telling ourselves that we deserve better, better than anger, bitterness, loneliness, whatever we are struggling to let go of. As we let go of things that no longer serve us, we allow ourselves to have a happier and more peaceful life. We show ourselves love by allowing ourselves to let go of things that no longer serve us. I've really been pondering what drives me to hold on to the past. And I don't want to speak for anyone else. I just want to speak from my own perspective and hopefully you can relate to some of this. In my experience, I think it's a desire for control. I hold on insisting that what I did or what I said was justified or that someone else wronged me and they need to change. They need to fix it. And in a way, even though this event already happened and I'm experiencing the outcome or I've already experienced the outcome, I'm trying to go back and change it. I'm trying to control either how someone perceived what happened and prove that I'm right or prove that I need to be repaid for something that happened. Sometimes I'm trying to get the other person to change and be different than they were in that moment and treat me differently or feel differently about our relationship and be the person that I think they need to be. 
Instead of focusing on the future, holding on is about controlling and changing the past. During our recent abundance of downtime, my husband and I have been watching The Adventures of Merlin on Netflix. If you're not familiar with the show, it's a King Arthur series, and I highly recommend it. It's really good. One of the main characters, Morgana, becomes increasingly bitter throughout the series as she discovers all of these things that were really awful, honestly, that happened to her. She discovers she has magic, and the kingdom of Camelot strictly forbids magic, and she has to hide it. She's afraid that King Uther, who is her guardian, will sentence her to death if he discovers that she has magic. She also learns that there are some things that she's been lied to about her family, and she becomes really angry. Sorry if this is a spoiler alert, but she ends up turning into the villain of the series as she's seeking to right these wrongs and control the outcome of her of her life and of Camelot and regain power and control over everything that's happening. And I have to admit, I really relate to Morgana. I watch her anger and it's driven by this strong sense of justice. She wants what's rightfully hers. She wants to be herself and operate without fear and she wants to claim the place that is hers and I can really relate to that feeling. I've definitely felt it at many times of my life just angry that someone has done something that I believe is wrong and even more angry when it's something that affects me personally. Her pursuit of gaining this control over Camelot becomes really deadly. She ruins lives, she murders innocent people, and she even tries to hurt those who care about her. And I think it's a really good example of what can become of us if we don't let go of the things that we are holding on to. A life ruled by bitterness is destructive. It destroys relationships. It destroys the individual who is bitter. It keeps them from having any joy, any happiness. In Morgana's case, there's one outcome she's decided is acceptable. And unless she's able to get that outcome, she won't be happy. But I often think that even if she were to get what she wanted and be the ruler of Camelot, I don't know that that would really bring happiness. I want to add here that further reflecting on this idea that holding on comes from a place of wanting control think that this desire for for control, once again, I'm just speaking for myself and hopefully you can relate. If not, that's okay. It's usually an expression of pride. At its essence, it's this belief that I deserve more than others. And it says that even though trials are a part of life, mine are worse and others should be solving them for me. Everybody goes through things that are difficult why can some people move past it and some of us can't? And the reality is, is that all of us have to be our own solution. We have to find our own solutions. It's not necessarily another person's job to, to right these wrongs in our life. How can I let go of this need for control and let go of the past? And whether you agree with where it comes from or not, I think some of these tips will be really helpful. So for me, sometimes talking about it can help. But in my experience, I find that this often makes it worse. I usually stir up the feelings rather than resolve them. But on the contrary, I found that I feel better if I find a way to turn my feelings of 
frustration or sorrow or disappointment or whatever I'm holding on to into creativity. And this could be something like dancing or playing a musical instrument. I play the viola, so I like to get that out and either write a song or play one I already know and I love. Sometimes writing a poem or even journaling. I know that's kind of a way of talking about your feelings, but it's also a very personal and creative space. And this feeling of creating something beautiful in a way creates a resolution to the problem. And it sends the signal that something positive came from the experience. So I'll give an example. One time I was hanging out with some friends and a topic came up that is kind of a sensitive subject. It's really personal. It's something that it just, it has to be navigated carefully. And one friend shared a thought that I just, I found really degrading. And I was really upset about what this person had said. I came home and I was just, I was angry. I, it almost felt like those people were being mocked. And I decided instead of just festering and getting really upset, I would open my journal and write a poem about how upset I felt, about how we're not going to put people down. We're going to love them and celebrate who they are. And it's not a great literary work of art or anything that I wrote. It really was very freeform. It was just my thoughts written down in some kind of prose format. But when I was done, I read back over the poem and I felt so much better because in a way, even though I had been so offended and a little bit personally hurt by what had been said, I was able to create something beautiful and learn something about myself in the process, learn something about what I believe and who I want to be and the way I don't want to be. And I was able to move past this interaction by doing that and still have a friendship with this person and forgive them and forgive myself for being offended by it. Not that I did anything wrong by being offended by it, but sometimes in the situation, it's just agreeing that we can set it aside. Alongside being creative, I like to create a physical practice of letting go. For example, when I was in high school and college, I never kept my notes from any classes. I loved turning in or selling my textbooks. And on the last day of school, I would come home and I would throw away all of my notes. And it was always such a cleansing feeling like everything that happened this year, good, bad, the stress, I can just let it go. It's summer, I have a job or I have... um a volunteer opportunity that I'm taking. I have something that I'm doing this summer and I can move forward and work on that. And it it was really a cleansing process. It was a physical act of letting go of something that also helped me to emotionally let go of it. Another practice I began recently is detox baths. I like to fill my tub with hot water and add in some Epsom salts. And then I light a candle and turn the lights off. And as I soak in the tub, I dedicate that time to not only a physical detox, but an emotional detox. I've been doing this after really stressful days. I just decide I'm going to let go of everything and I'm going to take my detox bath. And when I come out, I'm not going to worry about what happened earlier. And it's been a really refreshing way to cope, especially, you know, I have a one-year-old. I volunteer. 
I'm military wife. There's so much going on in my life every day. And sometimes I just get to the end of the day and I am so frustrated with everyone, but it allows me to enjoy the rest of my evening. I I can let go, come out, enjoy the time I have with my husband, enjoy our plan for the evening. And it's been really helpful. Sometimes we will face moments of significant wrongdoing. And I don't want anything in this podcast to um, be insensitive to the fact that there are some things in life that are just wrong and they aren't justified. And they're very painful and hurtful to go through and very hard to let go of and move forward. Sometimes we're dealing with really intense feelings of anger or devastation or even hatred as a result. This is where our personal faith can come in. As a Christian, for me, this comes from focusing on the atonement of Jesus Christ and knowing that he will right the wrongs in my life. And we can all find this through our own personal faiths, regardless of what religion we practice. The last thing I want to share is that none of this information is beneficial without giving permission to ourselves to move forward. And this is something that can only come from within. I think this goes back to why talking about our feelings isn't always helpful. If we haven't given ourselves permission to move forward yet, if I haven't given myself permission to move forward yet, I'm just reopening a wound by talking about it but when i actually take steps and say no i'm not just gonna trip over my feelings i'm going to move through them i'm going to push through and let go of them and move forward and live in the present and focus on all of the great things that are coming in my future that's when i finally find myself able to let go of these things that are hurtful that i'm carrying It can feel so safe to stay in the past because it's known. I know exactly what happened, but it's not controllable. The only thing that is controllable is ourselves in the present. Letting go can be such a great gift we give ourselves. I want to wrap up this podcast today by talking about why our highly sensitive nature can be a gift during times of of difficulty and when we're trying to let go. The first thing is definitely the creative gift that we can give the world. One of my favorite books is Invisible Man by Ralph Ellison. It's such an amazing insight into what it's like to be at the receiving end of prejudice. And it just, it gives such a detailed depiction of so many perspectives in this story. It's truly a literary masterpiece. And it's one of my favorite books I read in high school. I really know that it came from a place of suffering you can tell reading it that this is the author's way of of saying how he feels and making peace with the things that he's experienced in his life and it really ties into the second thing i think is really great about our sensitive nature is that we are such great tools for bringing about justice when things that are truly awful have happened going back to my example of invisible man this book has been read by dozens of high schoolers. I would even say thousands of high schoolers over the years and maybe even college students. And it's really given insight to people on 
how their actions can affect others, what other people have gone through over time. And through our creativity, we really have the ability to to make a change when we see these things that are wrong happen in our lives and we feel so deeply that there needs to be a solution. We can be a part of creating that solution. We can take our insight and our gifts and our ability to to feel what other people are feeling and relate to them and help create solutions and be a part of that team, especially when we're talking about community issues. I know myself, I'm pretty involved in helping people learn about eating healthy. And that's something I really dedicate a lot of my time and volunteer work to. I'm a big supporter of the local farms in our community and I really enjoy going out and meeting the farmers, volunteering at their farms, helping them provide for our community. And I know that this sense that we need something better in our world is what drives me to be able to make that a priority in my life. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. We talked about a lot today. We talked about why letting go is important, why it can be difficult, what causes us to hold on, and a couple of ways that we can practice letting go in our own life. I know it's not easy. I know that it can be a challenge no matter where you're at in your highly sensitive journey. Like I mentioned, I have to very actively work to let go, and I think that I'm getting pretty good at it. There are some things that happened recently that could have been really devastating, but I know that I was ready to move forward and not hyper-focus on them. This is Bethany Edge. I wish you happiness and inner peace and love of self. I hope you will subscribe and we'll talk next week.